Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it could have been better. It could have been worse. I go three and three on the card Friday and I lose the juice. So let's recap the card for you. In the World Series, I go two and one with the prop bets. I cash on Avaldi over the four and a half hits. I cash on Gallon over the four and a half strikeouts. I miss on Gallon over 15 and a half outs. Yeah, he labored too much in the early innings, so he gets pulled after five, and I finish one out away from running the table. College football, FAU, the Owls get the job done for me. They cover the four with ease at Charlotte, so we get that ticket home. NBA, how about this? I get my game to go to overtime. They score 21 points in overtime, and I still miss my over by double digits. Yeah, that's how bad of a bet that was. Toronto had some dry spells for the ages in the first half. I was pulling my hair out. I was like, how can you not shoot the ball? You guys are professional basketball players. It was ugly, ugly, ugly in that game. Then on the frozen pond, yet another heartbreaking loss for me. The Devils win the game 5-4, to four, but they don't cover the puck line, so I lose there again. So NBA and NHL, I'm not doing very well. So on this podcast right now, I'm going to talk only college football. None of the bets are out yet for baseball. So I will drop a special edition podcast on Saturday morning with my Major League Baseball bets for the World Series. I'll throw in some NBA and NHL just for the fun of it. But on this podcast, let's just talk about college football. So here we go. The Twitter boat. You guys backed Auburn, the Tigers, minus the six and a half against Mississippi State. Once again, the Twitter vote is 7-2 and two this year. Yes, we're on a two-game losing streak, but I'm confident we can get this one back. You circled the game that I wanted this week, so thank you for the votes on Twitter, and hopefully I'll be thanking you for a winner come tomorrow. Our first four once again in college football, we're on Auburn, minus the 6.5 against Mississippi State. I'm on Michigan State, minus the 7 at Minnesota. That pains me, but that's that letdown spot I always talk about. I'm on Washington State, minus the six at Arizona State. This number's been pushed down to five or five and a half in some spots, so you can get even more value on the Cougars should you want it. I'm on Eastern Michigan, plus the three at home against Western Michigan. I had to do a double take there with my notes. My bonus bet is on the Georgia Bulldogs. Team total over 30 and a half points for the game. I think that number's now up to 31 and a half, so we got a little value there, I guess. Now I have some add-on plays, and we start, well, I guess we start in the Big 12. It's West Virginia plus the seven at UCF. So I get UCF played Oklahoma tough last week. They have a ton of potential. The computer numbers still love them, but they're just three and four on the season for a reason this year. With a two-point win over a three and four Boise State team being their best victory on the season. This feels like a repeat of me betting on Arkansas last week after a hard-fought loss to Alabama. That didn't end well for me. This also reminds me of betting on an 0-8 Sam Houston team back-to-back weeks based on a tough schedule and the computer numbers. That didn't end well for me either. West Virginia has actually beat Texas Tech and TCU, along with Pittsburgh. Not the greatest, but I'll take their resume over UCF's potential so far until they prove me wrong. So I'm going to grab the seven at the bounce house and hope I don't get blown out. Give me West Virginia, the Mountaineers, plus the seven at the Knights of UCF. Next up, we stay in the Big 12. It's BYU and Texas. First half, under the 26 and a half. And I looked at this game a long time. And as time went on this week, I really, really started to fall in love with this play. 
So the last time I bet on BYU in the state of Texas, I was rewarded with an embarrassing 44-11 loss at TCU. BYU is 5-2 and on the season, but they benefited from a plus-12 turnover margin in those wins. The Cougars have been challenged offensively most of the season. They're averaging just 301 yards per game of offense. On the Texas side, well, I would expect a simplified playbook early at least in the first half with the QB change. That combo tells me to bet the first half under. I'm going to play BYU, the Cougars, and the Longhorns of Texas in the first half under the 26 and a half. Next up, we go to the Big Ten, and I have to touch this game. It's the Ohio State at Wisconsin, and I'm going to bet the first half under 23 and a half. So this was my four-star play on the other podcast. Ohio State is coming in off the big win over Penn State. They're in a letdown spot against Luke Fickle, obviously a former Ohio State player and coach for most of his career. A Wisconsin defense is actually ranked in the top 20, giving up only 18 points per game. But this is Ohio State. I get that. The Badgers are offensively challenged, though, with a backup quarterback facing a D that gives up just 10 points per game. It's a night game in Madison. This one should be fun and low scoring early. So give me the Buckeyes and the Badgers in the first half under the 23 and a half. Next up, it's Memphis minus the seven at North Texas. So laying a seven is much more comfortable when the total of the game is at 68. Yes, a shootout is expected in this one. Memphis is five and two on the season with a seven point loss to Missouri and a 10-point loss to Tulane, two very good football teams. The Tankers are averaging 416 yards per game on offense. North Texas is giving up 457 yards per game on, on defense. The Mean Green have improved during the season, but this is still the same team that gave up 58 points to Cal and 46 points to that Florida international team that can't seem to score for me in Conference USA during the middle of the week when I need them. North Texas is coming off a great effort last week, losing by seven at Tulane after scoring a touchdown on four consecutive second-half drives. But that's going to be a tough effort to repeat, so I'm going to lay the seven with Memphis on the road at North Texas. Next up, we go to South Bend, Indiana. It's in the ACC. It's Pittsburgh, plus the 20-and-a-half at Notre Dame. So we saw it last week with Oklahoma and Texas. Even with a bye week, a letdown can happen after a big game. Notre Dame last out beat USC in thrilling fashion. They have Clemson on the road next week. Another big marquee game. So this is what we call the sandwich game for the Fighting Irish. And I actually think the Panthers will put up a fight and keep it respectable against Notre Dame. So give me the Pitt Panthers plus the 20 and a half in South Bend at Notre Dame. Then three money line parlays here in college football for you. Parlay number one, it's Marshall, the Thundering Herd, minus the 175 at Coastal Carolina. I'm going to pair that with Fresno State, minus the 345 against UNLV. That gives me a payout of a plus 102. Yes, we bet on Marshall last week. It didn't end well. But with a good QB for Coastal Carolina likely out in this game, I think the Thundering Herd bounced back. And Fresno State at home against UNLV. Well, if UNLV wins this one, I tip my cap. They're the real deal. I still think they could be a little fool's gold there. We'll find out. So once again, Marshall and Fresno State, Moneyline Parlay, plus the 102. Got a Pac-12 Parlay here for you. Oregon State, the Beavers, minus the 155 at Arizona. 
pairing that one with USC minus the 395 at Cal. If the Trojans lose this game, I'm done with them. That's for sure. And Oregon State, I think they're a good football team. Arizona's played well this year, but I think Oregon State's going to get them. So I'm Oregon State and USC. Moneyline parlay for a plus 106. Final parlay on the card for you. It's Oregon. The Ducks minus the three, or excuse me, the 238 at Utah. Controversial play here. A lot of people like Utah, but I like Bo Nix. I think Oregon wins this game. I'm going to pair them with Boise State minus the 205 against Wyoming. That's going to be give me a payout of a plus 111. So it's the Ducks minus the 238 with Boise State minus the 205. I love Craig Bull at Wyoming, but I think this is a tough spot going into Boise on the Smurf turf this week. So let's recap my full college football card for Saturday. Once again, the Twitter vote. We're on the Albert Tigers minus the six and a half against Mississippi State. My first four, we're on Auburn, minus the six and a half against Mississippi State. We're on Michigan State, plus the seven at Minnesota. We're on Washington State, minus the six at Arizona State. We're on Eastern Michigan, plus the three against Western Michigan. We're on Georgia, team total over 30 and a half points for the game. We're on West Virginia, plus the seven at the Knights of Central Florida. We're on BYU and Texas in the first half, under the 26 and a half. I'm on Ohio State and Wisconsin, first half, under the 23-and-a-half. I'm on Memphis, minus the 7 at North Texas. I'm on Pittsburgh, taking on a good team at Notre Dame, but I'm going to grab the Panthers, plus the 20-and-a-half. Your three money line parlays, Marshall, minus the 175, with Fresno State at a minus 345, giving me a payout of a plus 102. I'm on Oregon State, minus the 155, with USC, minus the 395, giving me a payout of a plus 106. I'm on Oregon, minus the 238, with Boise State, at a minus 205, giving me a payout of a plus 111. So that's your college football card for Saturday. Enjoy the games. Don't forget, I'll drop my World Series plays on Saturday morning. But until then, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.